Hebrews, the 12th chapter, verses 1 and 3. If you have it, say amen. I'll read the first, you read the second, and we'll all read the third. Amen? amen. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight in the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. For considering him that endured his conviction to sinners against himself, let us be weary and faint in your mind. Amen. Bow your heads all over the building. Most fervently, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray for this congregation right now. Lord, we pray, O oh God, that you would strengthen us, O oh God. Strengthen our minds, our body, our soul, and our spirit. Help us to stand, O oh God, in the day and the time that we're in, God with joy and peace in our hearts. God, we pray, oh God, that you would help us, oh God. Help us, oh God, to be ready for whatever you're doing, Lord, in this season. God, we pray, oh God, that for those, oh God, that don't know you in the pardon of their sin. Lord, you see those, oh God, throughout this world that we must, oh God. Oh God, somehow, some way, oh God, tell them the truth, oh God. We ask you to help us to live the truth, to teach the truth, and to preach the truth. Lord, we pray, oh God, for this congregation right now as we get stand to bring clarity to your word. Lord, we pray, oh God, that you give your manservant clarity of thought, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. In Jesus' name we pray, and everyone said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. The subject will come from the second verse. And that verse says, looking unto Jesus. And when you look at what that means, when it says looking unto Jesus, it means don't be distracted. And that's what I want to preach to you this morning. Don't be distracted. And a lot of times we live our lives on being distracted. Um, uh, I don't know if you are, but I have to drive for my job and periodically they give us modules or they give us short videos that we have to watch or listen and listen to and take a test and the subject is distracted driving. And it, it points out some things that we do and everybody does that is actually distracting. And distra being distracted, you're not fully focused. Huh? And so sometimes, you know, you have somebody riding with you and then they tell you, hey, we, you can't do, don't do that and drive. Yeah, especially if you with somebody a little older than I am in their sixties and they're a little beyond, and they they like, look, I want to live, you know. Stay in your lane. Don't be driving too fast. And you're too close on the next vehicle. Uh, what are you doing? You're not 
paying attention. And I have a tendency, and my wife, sometimes she get on her horse, and she tells me about myself. I can be driving, and my mind will take a flight. I'll be thinking about somebody. What are you doing? Uh, okay, then I get back in the game. But you see the thing that it's easy to get distracted. And the problem is that when we don't think nothing about being distracted. You know, when we distract the driver, you can be drinking. You can be drinking a soda, a cup of coffee, but they tell you you're not even supposed to be drinking and driving. I'm not talking about alcohol, but all it takes is to take your eyes off the road for a few seconds and you could wind up in an accident. And, 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 and the thing about it is, we get a little upset. Uh, I was going to use the word perturbed, but it, all it means is upset. You ain't get upset because somebody is trying to tell us that what we should be doing for the betterment of not only ourselves, but for everybody that is riding along. And so we get upset because distracted driving kills folk. It tears automobiles. It causes folks to lose their lives. You could wind up in a ditch. You could wind up graveyard dead because you are not fully focused on what you're doing, where you're going, and how fast you're trying to get there. Oh, let's face it, saints. Uh, uh, God didn't create nobody in here as a super saint. Ah, uh, you know what I found out? Uh, it's just a matter of time before what you do catch up with you. Ah, uh, uh, so sometimes you have to just let them uh, go on by. You go on to the right and get in the slow lane and let them go on by and say, you got a day when it's all going to catch up with you. I hope you're ready. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, we, 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 we try to take on a little too much sometimes. Uh, I can't be your conscious and you can't be my conscious. When you look at the word that is defined as distracted, this is according to the online Bible dictionary. It is having one's thought or attention drawn away. Unable to concentrate or give attention to something uh, as like as an example of this distracted driver. And it also deals with harassed and confused, deranged, uh, especially by a strong feeling. So you know what the writer's saying? Your feelings can distract you. Oh, you may not realize it, but your, your feelings can take you out of the marriage. Your feelings can take you off the job. Your feelings can run you out the church. Your feelings, uh, your feelings, don't keep on giving in to your feelings. Keep on saying, I don't feel like it. You'll never feel like it because you are distracted. 
The Bible tells us as a man speaketh, so is he. If you're having a problem, don't keep giving yourself the problem. Say, I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Don't ever agree with your adversary. I'm weak in the knees. I don't think I'm going to make it. You won't make it at all. So we have a whole lot of problems that are really going on. It is synonymous to being preoccupied. And the writer gives an, an example in death. Debt. We get overly concerned uh, with debt and all the issues that we got going. Just I was talking to someone the other day, and I'm not going to mention their name, but I was talking to them. I, I don't know why my leg keep hurting. It didn't hurt, used to hurt like that. I began to say, well, let, let's, let's look at some stuff here. Uh, what did you've done differently? Because everything ain't the devil. And we blame a lot of stuff on the devil. Take it back from the devil and hold on to it until we can figure it out. Oh, y'all are not riding with me. Take the power you gave the devil back until we can figure out what it is. Oh, I wish I had somebody. And we begin to talk and we say, well, I've started to exercise more. And so I walk every day. I say, oh, that's the problem. You know what? You may have an issue with the way your feet keep hitting the pavement because our bones are set up in such a way. Look at your shoes. Are they worn out to where the pain is? And then an, an aha moment came along. Because it wasn't the devil and it wasn't the exercise. They just wore the shoes a little bit too long. Come on here. And we find ourselves, uh, are we giving more credence and power to a devil and giving a problem to a devil that the devil don't deserve? I wish somebody would travel with me this morning. And so we get preoccupied and we get distracted in walking this walk. Don't you know? If you've been here 60 plus years, you're going to have some problems. You need to go to the Proverbs and look at what Solomon has gained in all his wisdom. He talks about as you get old. Uh, while you're complaining about you can't sleep uh, uh, don't you know that is a common factor uh, you ain't gonna never be like you were when you were 21 uh, uh, when you get 60 plus uh, uh, he talks about the teeth uh, uh, well not 
not going to stay in your mouth. Oh, I wish I had somebody this morning. Because we're giving the devil too much credit. And we're getting distracted. Because everything ain't of the devil. God has blessed you to be here. 60 plus years. And he told you. That the longer you stay here. Man that is born of a woman. That was of a few days. And it was full of trouble. I wish I had somebody. This morning. You know you don't eat right. And you want to bring your digestive issues. On the devil. How dare you. To give your power. To some devil out of hell. Eat the right food. Take the probiotics. Until you can get yourself together. Go and get you some wisdom. I wish I had somebody. I feel like walking this morning. You mean to tell me. That we have a whole lot of problems. Because we are preoccupied. By the symptoms. That life keeps bringing us. Because you got a problem in your chest. It could be gas. But now you're allowing fear. To be your ruler. You are allowing fear to be your master. I wish I had a church this morning. Because you preoccupied. Oh my God. Now we got another issue. Now we're absent. A mind fixed on something else. Don't you know when you don't show up at church, it shows your mind is fixed on something else. When you allow yourself to be missing week after week, month after month, Day after day, and you just can't seem to get it together. You're just absent. You're not present. You're not dealing with what's at hand. I've got a soul to save, and I've got a God to glorify. I've got to live this life. Until the day I die, we don't have some things fixed. We don't have some things settled. And we are absent and not present dealing with the matter that is at hand. On Monday when there's no church service, I still got to be saved. On Tuesday, get ready 
it for Wednesday. I still gotta be saved. And when Wednesday get here, those of us can make Bible prayer during the day. You should be present and not absent. You got a soul that you got to save. I wish I had somebody. Then Wednesday night, we have service. You ain't here because I need an audience. I am the need an audience. You're here to save your soul. And the Bible already asked the question. What will a man give in exchange for his soul? May I remind you, if you're sick, you're going to be sick at home. Have you noticed that? But a lot of times you feel so much better after 7.30 or 8 o'clock when you deem that it's too late to go to the house of God. The devil won and you lost. I want you to know that this morning. When we have absent-minded, it's a shame when you come to the house of God and leave your mind at home. You come to the house of God and can't focus on the past that is at hand. I wish I had somebody this morning. You mean to tell me you shouldn't just focus on getting here. You should focus on concentrating when you get here. I need a word. My life is based on a word. My existence is based on the word of God. How I'm going to succeed in serving God on tomorrow is based on the word that I get today. Hallelujah to God. I need a word that's going to heal me when I get sick. I need a word that's going to hold my mind together when I run into some of my issues and have to deal with my problem. Because after all, Sometimes my problems blow my mind. Hallelujah to God. I need a word. But when my money runs low, I need a word. When, when trouble comes in my neighborhood, or the devil tells me, I need a word. 
to hold my mind together. I come to tell you, just in case you haven't realized it, the devil has come for saints' mind, not your body. He wants your mind. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, it was a word to say. Uh, if you can keep your mind stayed on him, uh, he'll keep you in perfect peace. Uh, you need to get your mind on Jesus uh, and make your mind stay on Jesus. Uh, hallelujah to God. Uh, and then, then, uh, there's a word distracted. Uh, well, it means uh, I don't have uh, the ability to concentrate. Uh, that's where you need to take you to Jesus uh, and tell God, uh, I try to read. Uh, I try to study. Uh, I try to pray. I try to fast, but Lord, I can't concentrate. My mind keeps on leaving the church, going back out there in the world, and trying to remind me of the thing that I used to do before I got saved. Hallelujah to God. 
wasn't easy. The day you started, and I don't know why you expect it to be easy now. You had to come to a point in your life. You had to leave all to follow Jesus. And you told yourself, ain't no turning back. You gotta tell yourself now, I've come too far to turn around. I've come too far to turn around. I've been through too much to turn around now. I've lost too many folk to turn around now. You gotta tell yourself hallelujah to God. I'm a God. God has made a difference in our lives. And you gotta tell yourself that I can't be distracted. I don't care what the devil brings down the road. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. One, one thing that I realize the devil got just what you want. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. I don't know what your problem was before we got here. But you had a few. Can I preach this thing? I might as well preach it. Hallelujah to God. You gave up Jim Dean to get to Jesus. Hallelujah to God. You gave up marijuana to get to Jesus. Do I have some amen in the house? You gave up big breasts and big hips to get to Jesus. Hallelujah. Sister gave up biceps and abs to get to Jesus. What you saying, Pastor? We all gave up something to get to where we are. Oh, glory to God. I come to tell you it's too late to be getting distracted right now. I gave up too much to get distracted right now. Hallelujah God. And one thing that I'm so glad I found out about God, He's a keeper. Oh, yes, He is. We don't keep nobody that don't want to be kept. But if you want to be kept, He's a keeper. Oh, yes, He is. My Bible says, if you Way of escape, just cause 
attacking Brother Peter. There was many attacks from the outside. But there were some in the inside. You're doing the inside job. Oh, yes, sir. May I is a word it'll keep you like it does everybody else the word is the only thing that's keeping the sea in which place the word is keeping the stars up in heaven why can't the world Keep you in church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are dealing with the issue of being distracted. You think money will cause you to live a better, safe life? Not won't. You think a human body will cause you to live a better, safe life? Not won't. If God healed you of all your maladies, you will go right back out there in the world and do flips. You go right back out there, and we'll have to watch you from your Facebook channel. We'll be saying, you need to do this in order to look like this. They ain't telling the truth. In order to look skinny, you can't be eating. You can't be eating and looking skinny. Very few, if any, folks have that high of metabolism. And age slows the body down. super great genetics. Can you imagine, Brother Donnell, if God created me and you to look like Lucifer? <laughs> brother Lamont, Brother Robert, Brother James, Brother Fernand, Brother Waddell, and Brother Michael, if God created it, and Brother Donnell Jr., and brother, the preacher, if God created us to look like Lucifer, these women wouldn't have a chance. You would have thought that God never separated us when he called woman and man. Because they weren't going to leave our side. We would put so much stock in our flesh 
Because even now we have flashbacks when we were <coughs> teenagers. Man, I could eat a whole hog and wouldn't even feel it. Now a bowl of beer is causing me some issues. The system ain't what it used to be. And we wind up getting distracted. Do you know the church should have their eyes fixed on Jesus. The new international version of Hebrews 12 and 6. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, scourging its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, considering him who endured such opposition from sinful men so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. If you don't keep your mind on Jesus, you're going to get tired and you're going to lose heart. And that's what's wrong with some of you now. It ain't your body. You lost your heart. the first time you had to go to the doctor. The first time you went under the knife. Think the first time you've been disappointed. And, but you haven't paid any attention. Why can't you kick it? You have lost sight of the prize. You got distracted. if you realize that when Jesus went to Mary and Martha's house cause their dear brother had died he said we know we will see him in the resurrection but you ain't dead But you ain't dead. And you worrying about uh, we're going to see him in the resurrection? Wrong answer. I know that you are the resurrection, the truth, and the life. Why can't you do that when it comes to your problem? My leg hurt. I know you are the healer and the deliverer. What do you really know? You're acting like you don't know. 
know folks that act like they don't know. They lie, is that that? You know better. You're acting a lie. You know better. But most times we don't do better because we don't want to do better. If you show God something, God's going to show you something. Because he didn't need it because they knew that he was the resurrection, the truth, and the life. What did he say? Show me where you laid him. When you going to show God something, show me where you laid it at. Show me where you took the problem away at. Take me to the point of the problem and watch me be your deliverer. A whole lot of us get gives us a way out. We don't want to take Jesus to where the problem really is. The problem is in me. We want to make it about moth. We want to make it about serving. We want to make it about everything but what it really is. I got distracted. I got focused on the wind and the waves. And the wind and the waves ain't got nothing to do with what Jesus can do. I ain't looking for the problem. I'm looking for the solution. Do we got anybody in here looking for the solution this morning? Show me the solution out of what I'm going through. I don't want to deal with the problem. I'm going to stop talking about the problem, but I'm going to talk about your power to heal, your power to deliver, your power to bring me out of with a mighty outstretched hand, your power to make the possible or the impossible possible, the power that I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. That's the real issue. It ain't about money. If you had all the money in the world, you still don't have a problem. Because now you got to figure out who's trying to get it. Then one week I'm asking for my money. Then I said, I've got a prenup. Every time I see Larry and Bash, I don't want a dollar, a thousand of dollars. I'm going to lose my mind worrying about my problem. And that's where some of us have gone. You're losing your mind focusing on your problem. He stepped out of the boat. Peter, don't say how far he walked. He walked. The problem was he didn't have enough faith to keep walking. And then look at the folk that was in the boat that didn't walk. Watch out. If I was you, I wouldn't do that. 
If I was you, I wouldn't say that. If I was you, if I was you, you can I, I don't know if I told you. I was taking my daughter down for a visit to Louisiana. And the Lord gave me a revelation about me that blew my mind. I was trying to tell her what I would do. I was trying to tell her to be safe and to be cautious. But the Holy Ghost stopped me in the midst of my mess. And the Holy Ghost revealed to me that my fears were my fears. They weren't her fears. And don't be giving my fears to her because it ain't going to work in her life. You handle your fears. And you leave everybody else's fears alone. Because you ain't going to work in their life. If God got somewhere for them to be, your best bet is shut up and get out of the way and let them and God ride. That was the best thing God could have ever done for me. That liberated me. You know why? God was letting me know he got her. Whatever road she got to go down, God's got her. Whatever limiting me, that's where I need to be focusing on. What is limiting me from riding with God? So what's limiting you? The reason why God got to keep giving you the same word. Week after week and day after day. Well, God's got to keep coming around. Come on, Coco. Bouncing. Come on, Coco. Bouncing. Come on, Coco. Bouncing. Come on, Coco. Why you got to keep on doing the same thing week after week after week? When will one word be enough? that will keep you from earth to glory. And you keep on saying, Lord, I don't know. What do I need to do? I gave you a word 15 years ago. And what I spoke then is good for right now. The same word is the same word. Can you imagine? Tomorrow God get up and says, Stars, you stay there. Go to sleep if God had the ability to go to sleep. Wake up the next morning. Stars, you stay there. Go up to the next next month. 30 days later. Stars, you stay there. The word is designed to keep you when it comes off the lips of God.
God's fault you distracted. It ain't God's fault you lost your faith. It ain't God's fault you get you don't feel like nothing you used to feel. Get undistracted. Get your mind focused back on him. I guarantee you you'll feel running again. You'll feel clapping in your hands again. You feel dancing in your feet again. wake up tomorrow promising yourself we're going to do better? You are already better. You're better than what you were before you got saved. You just need to go back and hold on to the word of God. He said, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm the Lord and I change not. Because you ran into a problem. Your hair done got great now. Your leg done got stiff now. Sister Marsha, you can't switch like you used to now. Now you're dragging instead of switching it. You used to pop your hip, now you're mm. Come on here. He's the same God, but when you can pop your hip, Same God. Before you put that ring on, the same God. When your hair was cold, black, and full, He's the same God. And we need to treat Him the same. You know, it's amazing. The only thing changes you don't treat God the same. You change. You get up in the morning and say, Lord, I don't care how I feel, how I feel ain't in the equation. Today you're going to get some praise whether you want or hear it or not. I'm going to praise you until I get my dance back. I'm going to praise you until I get my shout back. I'm going to praise you until I get the glad, glad back. I'm going to praise you until I get my peace back. And you're still all that matters in my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Trouble gonna come. Trouble gonna go. But if the Lord remains the same, God don't change in your life. You gotta remember this. Because ain't no telling what's going to come tomorrow. You got to remember today that I'm going to make myself remember tomorrow and the day after tomorrow and the day after that that God don't change and I'm going to stop changing. Isn't it amazing? Well, in my 20s, I was this. In my 30s, I was that. In my 40s, I was something else. Now, child, I'm just over. I, I don't feel like doing that. The devil and his mama the lie. Whoever that is, I'm going to feel good until the day I die. Hallelujah. 
that this body wasn't going to work right. He told Peter somebody, well, he was going to get so old, they're going to have to pick him up and carry him to church. Isn't that amazing? But you do realize what God was telling him. Peter, you're going to get so old, I'm going to make sure you have a caretaker. you in every facet and phase of your life. I told you, when I was going through with cancer, there was a whole lot of symptoms of the disease I didn't get. I didn't get. Because God told us you can go this way, but you can't go no farther. God is in control whatever issue you have it in your body. If you tear it up, take it patiently. If you didn't tear it up, take it patiently. Amen. The Bible says you buffet about for your own fault. Take it patiently. If it wasn't your fault, Coco, take it patiently. Let patience have its perfect work in your life. Guess what, girl? God has been taking something out of you and putting something in. And a whole lot of us don't like the process, but God is God, but you're going to be better off ever when God gets through. Isn't that amazing? We're in the kingdom to be worked on. God ain't put us here to be picked on, to be worked on. Amen. He's going to work on you. He's going to work on you. Don't you lose heart because God's working on you. You ought to be thankful that God ain't through with you yet. You ought to be thankful that he can do you like the six million dollar man. Take you down, but build you up stronger, better than you ever was before. Hallelujah. You know, troubles ain't a bad thing in the lives of saints. Because you get a revelation about God that you don't know. Can you imagine if there was no fiery furnace and Shadrach and Meshach didn't never make a stand? You would never know that we serve the God that could stand the fire. What you going through ain't but a hill of beans. What you got going on, Bernard? I'm glad to tell you. You're looking at it as too heavy. It's actually too light for God. Amen. And we won't find out what God's saying about what we're going through. God's got a word about everything every child of God go through. never let any of his children go through without a word. 
And if you're going through and you don't have a word, that's your fault. Told the nation of Israel, because you didn't serve me, you're going into bondage for 400 years. But after 400 years, I'm going to send you a deliverer. Now notice what God said, I'm going to send you somebody you got to listen to to get out. And that's some of y'all problem. Y'all don't want to listen to the right one to get out. Contrary to popular, popular opinion, God don't give everybody a word to govern the saint's life. And it's not God's fault if he sent a word and you don't get the word because you too stubborn or rebellious to eat the word. The word was delivered. Just like the mailman. You got to get some bills. Not just birthday cards, Lamont. The job is to deliver. I don't care what it is. Ain't it your this address? I didn't leave it at the wrong address. I did it right. My job was to bring it to this address. Now, if it ain't yours, just put return to sender. Address unknown. I dare you to do God like this. I double dog dare you to do God like this. So, saints. You got to remember that it was you that got distracted. The trial was coming and God told you that. I don't know how many times I preached and talked to you about man that is born of a woman was full, full of trouble. You, it was you that took it for somebody else. Because whatever year, whatever month, whatever day I preached it, or taught it, you was doing good. Oh, we might as well deal with it. You was doing good, and you thought it wasn't for you. I was taught by an old man. So all you can get, can all you can get, and keep it, can keep all you can get, and can all you can get, because you don't need it. You may be getting something today, Robert, for 50 years from now. But it'll work just like now, 50 years down the road. You hear me? Stop thinking every sermon is about today. You know, we wonder why Mary pondered some things in her heart that the Holy Ghost told her. Until Jesus got there. We don't ponder or think on the word of God. We just hear it. And after we get through hearing it, I heard the word. But have you thought about it? 